Hello and welcome to my first podcast. My name is Max Rick and today is a special day. I'm today in Dublin at a car park actually with a good friend. His name is Riyad Mahmoudi and this episode is episode 8, Give Me Job. It's his story about he, how he came to Ireland and what he did to become the man he is today. Hello, Riyad. Oh, How are you doing, Max? Good, man. My old friend, Max. I haven't seen you for about, what, two couple of years? Yeah, yeah been, what yeah. an awkward place to uh, do this. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's all natural. It's all uh, spontaneous. And that's what it's all about, you know, touching people's hearts and talking to people and, you know, and telling stories. The power of telling stories is so, so important. And, uh, you know, sharing experiences and uh and hoping to you know touch people hard and and help them you know move forward with their you know career with their goals and what have you so where do we start my friend yeah so uh, we had a quick chat or a much longer chat than we both probably saw in a in a coffee in in dublin earlier and you said you're here now i think 16 years in dublin now but you all in total about 20 years but yeah. when you left algeria you, your first destination wasn't dublin straight away so there was a long way until you actually arrived here a lot of different circumstances or maybe yeah. coincidence which brought you here eventually. yeah absolutely without boring people with too much details yeah it was, it was it was a long journey from from you know one european country to another european country to another european country and i ended up here in ireland and uh, yeah it was it's actually a, a mixed feeling because <laughs> You know, I lived in, in a couple of European countries and I have to give credit to the people here. They touched my heart, man. Otherwise, I wouldn't stay that long uh, in this beautiful city. Um, arrived with no word of English. That was a big challenge. Can you imagine a young Algerian man coming in this Dublin city and he doesn't have any English? The way to communicate. How can you, you know, get anything if you don't speak the language? So that was a very big challenge, right? So... By the way, when you came to Ireland, did you have English? I did actually, yeah. I, I worked for an American company before com coming to Ireland and I think I was very scared to actually come to Ireland and knowing that if I don't, if I'm not able to articulate myself, if I'm not able to communicate efficiently, I won't be able to do my job in, in the way I used to be able to do it in Germany. Although I knew the English back then, but for you it was must have been, I can't, I can't imagine how hard it must have been to come to Ireland and have no... No yeah, man, I tell you what, let me tell you something. It's not about the language, too. It's about the accent, the Dublin accent, yeah. man. That was a big challenge, too. Look, this is how it started. Um, arrived here, you, you have to stick with people of your of your, your own country, you know, the, the people that speak Arabic. Because, look, I speak Berber, I'm a native North African. I speak Arabic, I speak French. So, you only have to stick to people, you know. When I came here, the uh, some, some friends from my city hosted me and, you know, and uh, welcomed me and uh, you know that's how I started my journey here so but the challenge was how do I get the job how do I survive how do I go and you know be financially independent and I don't have any English and that's why that's how I started people of my own country would say were saying to me look It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. And look at us here. You know, we don't have any language. And we struggled. And we didn't find a job. And it was all, you know, negativity, negativity, doom and gloom. Nothing will work and this and that. But the way I looked at it is, mm. look, guys, did you try? Some of them didn't even 
try hard. Okay, some of them say, I, I tried. They say, okay, did you try hard? And that was it. For me, it was like, let's try. Let's try hard. Let's dig. Let's move forward. And uh, yeah, so one of them, one of these guys asked him, look, how do you say I'm looking for a job in English? His English wasn't as good as mine, and he was just, just uh, was trying to help me. And he said, "Look, I don't know, but I'll find out." And then he came back to me and he said, "Look, I think you should say, give me job." <laughs> Can you imagine, Max? You only have three language, three three words. Give me job. I said, "Okay." Is that how you say I'm looking for a job in English? He said, "I think that's it." And that's how it started from just a simple three words. So I used to wake up in the morning. I used to leave uh, people who, who knows Dublin. I'm pretty sure uh, you're familiar with Dublin mm. 8 in uh, yeah. South Circle Road. I used to take, uh, and by the way, for all the listeners out there, I'm so sorry. My nose is blocked. I have a bit of a sniffle. So my my apologies in my, if I sound terrible. But I'm going to try my best to make you all entertained and happy while listening to my story. So coming back, I used to take the bus, the 122 from the South Circle Road. Up until O'Connell Street. Okay. Can you imagine someone, a 21 years old, young man, in the middle of O'Connell Street, just there. Take a deep breath. <sighs> now, let's start. Knocking at every door. And all you have to do, Riyadh, is just say, Good morning. With a big smiley face. Good morning. Uh, give me a job. And that was it. This is how it started. Can you imagine you? Can, can you just imagine one second? You're an owner of a restaurant or an owner of a cafe, and someone knock at your door with his big, big smiley face and saying, "Hey, g- good morning. Uh, give me a job." What would be your reaction? Well, it's, I think you know, I, I knew you before, and I, I actually I didn't know about the story myself, and we already knew for years, and. Yeah, seeing it on LinkedIn, then the video about it was really, yeah, inspiring and kind of I learned another side from you. But um, coming back to your question, if you're not gonna door and someone tells you give me a job, they always ask you what kind of job you want, or and then you're because of your limit <laughs> limit English skills, you wouldn't be able to say anything back apart from give me a job. And then, yeah, people can't see that now, but if you can. If you know you more, you're always smiling, you always bring kind of joy into other people's lives. And from that shop owner, if if he really sees that as well, he knows if he can get your English skills up, you would be a huge asset for their yeah, for their restaurant. I think just it was, to have yeah. your yeah. I tell you what, so I might I might I might didn't have, you know, the, the language, but it can they can see it in my face. They can see that this guy here is genuine. Look, it wasn't all hunky-dory as we say here in Ireland. I mean, look, uh, some people, they laughed at me. Some people, they said, what? What the heck, man? Where did he come from, man? Give me a job. Lads, come in. Like what you say here in Ireland. Lads, yeah. come in here. Listen, say it again. Give me a job. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry. We don't have any job for you. And I was, I was... Just I kept at it. This persistence is all a game of persistence. That's, the other day on LinkedIn, someone said uh, it's a war of persistence. I said, my brother, let me tell you something. You either choose a war or a game. I choose a game because you have to look at positivity. It's not about a war. It's like I'm going there to fight, and it's all a game. It's like let's keep at it and let's do it and let's you know be persistent and be resilient and 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 chase your dream. I always say to people, look. 
you have a dream and that dream shouldn't be buried you have to keep going so it took me about two months right until one day someone in the Flanagan's people who live in Dublin they know the Flanagan's mm -hmm. the restaurant in the middle of the O'Connell Street and the owner there was saying with his Dublin accent oh look at him he's wrecking me head give him a bleeding job and that was it <laughs> that was it and I got a job what was the job a kitchen porter right yeah. I didn't have a choice of the matter right but yes I, I achieved my goal that was my goal my excitement something that excited me I came with no word of English and I wanted a job that was something so exciting for me and I kept at it until I achieved it right uh, I didn't have as I said I didn't have a choice in the matter what kind of jobs I, I, I want you know I didn't have a choice but I got a job I proved people who were saying it's not gonna work it's impossible I, I proved them wrong and I didn't take it the way it is I didn't accept no as an answer yeah because it's not the first door I knocked uh, you know I got a job I received so many no's and I didn't accept no as an answer and I kept that it I kept that it kept that it and then persistent resilience until I got a job and that was the start of a lovely lovely story from that job you know I developed it to who I am now and mm. uh, and uh, yeah. we know we probably have all all that one friend or maybe even a few more friends every time we see them they're kind of giving out about their job of um, what they hate about their job and why they don't want to go there every day but they still keep going there to kind of pay their bills what did how did you keep your motivation up to go to another restaurant or the same restaurant over and over again and um, yeah hearing all those no's all the time but you know deep in yourself you will get that job if you keep trying how did you keep that motivation how did you keep that thought in your mind that you will make it the the thing is you have to take it one day at a time right um, I used to wake as I said I used to wake up in the morning and take the bus and go and start my pitch it was, in, it was just a very simple straightforward pitch good morning give me a job and probably I added a few words just to make it sound really really pleasant give me a job please <laughs> or you know <laughs> adding the word please and there and there but the, uh, the, the, the key is that I, I took it one day at a time and I was saying to myself inside of me I was saying look I stood still and I spoke to myself and I said look let there be hope let there be you know you know happiness let there be you know you know job because i wanted the job and once you believe in it and you take it one day at a time look you might go home and there is nothing because it took me about two months and every day I go back and i say to myself look Riyadh, you have done everything that you needed to do that day in that season and by the way i, I want people out there to think about it it's like a season after winter there is spring right and after spring there is summer your your seasons is shifting and that was me it was like hey okay, it's winter now maybe it's doom and gloom okay maybe it's just snowing and it's cold and and it's raining and it's dark but my season is shifting I'm taking it one day at a time I was taking it one day at a time and I was like when I go home and say I was saying to myself I've done everything I possibly uh, either could have done that day in that moment in that season tomorrow my best is yet to come mm -hmm. and once you look at it this way you once see it's all about the mental attitude once you start thinking positively like this your, your season will shift and you will see the spring and you will be 
you know, and you will succeed. So that was the key, taking it one day at a time and, and, and uh, don't stress too much about it and do your best. So, so you would say to keep your motivation, it's really important to kind of be grateful for the past or the things you went through, but not focusing on the bad thing that might have happened to you or maybe, yeah, the, the no's we have taken and there's no point in counting how many no's we have gotten. We still have to get up at the next day, but it's important to kind of have that vision in mind that, that yes will come if I keep if I keep at it and if I keep putting everything I have into it. Yeah, of course. And as I say, look, you might you have your dream. That's your dream. That's your baby. That's that's that that's you. That's what's what you want. You you either go and fulfill that dream or you vanish with it. But at least you're chasing your dream. Mm. Not someone else's dream, right? That that was it. It might be simple, as simple as just getting a job, right? Or maybe as big as as you know, I don't know. Conquer, conquer the world with the, with a mission that you know, or or bring you know a, a man mission to to to, to humanity, um, like a, some something really big. But a, a dream is a dream, right? Uh, so I always say to people, you have to keep focus and you have to keep digging and keep going and you know uh, and and chase your dream. And if you vanish, at least you you know. At least you, you you tried your best to to chase your dream. Um, you know we studied together, Max. We, we did an MBA together, mm. right? That that dream of having a master, man, uh, took me twelve years. Yeah, you said that earlier that when you were in France, that it was your dream to have a master. But at the time, where you could you imagine that you would even fulfill that dream in a language you didn't speak at the time when you had that dream coming up? It's just crazy. I tell you what. Yeah, because I wanted to do a master in France, and uh, things didn't work work as 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 planned, uh, without going into too much details. But I had that dream inside of me. I never let it buried. I kept dusting it because what what your enemy wants you to do is just to bury that dream and let it like forever. But me, I just have that dusting broom, and I kept undusting that dream. Bring it up, undust in that dream. Bring it up, undust. Bring it up, undust. Bring it up, and it took me twelve years, right? And I didn't even think one day I'm gonna have my master in English language, a language that I never spoke, never even, you know, uh, the, the language that I complete was completely alien to me, right? But, but when the time came, right? And I always say, and I said said it to Stephanie before, you. you Am I, am I, you know, uh, some people or some listeners that might disagree with me, but I don't believe in luck, right? I believe when preparation, a preparation, your preparation, cross path or meets opportunity, that's where wonders happen, you know? It took me 12 years to prepare for the moment where I said to myself, now it's time to take an MBA. It's time to take a master. And what that preparation meant the opportunity, yeah? Remember, Mark, I was, Max, I, I, was doing, I was doing two programs at the same time, where, you know, two major programs at the same time, and people were, were saying, are you crazy? You say, yeah, I am crazy, because I, I'm prepared, and this is an opportunity, because for the second program, mm -hmm. the International Project Management Program, was paid for. So I said, that's an opportunity, top skin. Uh, yeah. Right, so I'm gonna take it because I'm prepared. So when preparation meets the opportunity, 
you seize that opportunity and you take it and you move forward in your career you move forward in your life you move forward in anything you want don't give up it may take time but as I said the key is to get that dust broom just undust your dream and let it bring it up to service you know that, that, that that's uh, that's my advice to to you guys yeah yeah for those who listen and I'm not aware Stephanie is my uh, partner so you probably heard of her in a previous episode and she's here with, uh, with me in Dublin and she yeah met Riyad she heard a lot about him um, before from me but she hasn't met him yet so um, that's why she came with us here as well and yeah I totally agree it's uh, when we have the dream deep in us and sometimes we keep a dream in us since we're like small children and um, we kept it deep in us because maybe our uncle maybe a parent because they didn't want to see us crying because we didn't get closer to the dream kept telling us well that dream is too big or that it's nothing for you and deep in us we still know that dream is there so we have to as Riyad said we have to keep dusting it and bring it back up and well yeah if, if it's it's all what, what really matters if it's a dream we can work on I think that's what will bring fire in us and if we have that fire and that passion for a dream we will be good at it regardless absolutely, of what it is absolutely remember your seasons are shifting you haven't sang your best song yet you haven't written your 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 you know your book yet you haven't dreamed your best dream yet you are just a miracle waiting for a place to happen you have to believe in it this way you know once you get into that state of mind that frame state of mind i tell you what wonders will happen wonders will happen um, and it's, it's it's crazy because I never thought one day that I that I speak I will speak English. Not not nonetheless to to have you know an MBA and another master you know postgrad in creative thinking, innovation, entrepreneurship, another international project management program, uh, you know from major you know university and you know be awarded distinction here, student of the year mm -hmm. there. But it's all about you know having that state of mind and, and focusing on your dream keep digging and then prepare preparation preparation and then when the opportunity as I said comes BAM get them together stick them and fulfill that dream yeah I would say as well if it's something we're really passionate about it it only matters that we do a little thing maybe if it's 10 minutes half an hour every day constantly for the for 12 years and as you did you you started with give me a job and not sure how how the experience was from learning those first three words in your English vocabulary to be able to yeah. to write yeah a thesis in an English language. Um, and the topic was about yeah. you know the housing crisis was very I was very passionate about what's going on in Ireland, and uh, yeah it's funny, you know what's funny too is learning a Dublin accent. <laughs> yeah, I can put on put in a, a strong Dublin accent here, but look, the the chef used to be uh, um, in the Flanagan's uh, restaurant. The chef was uh, from Glasnevin, right? And uh, used to call me Frenchy. He used to go Frenchy, Frenchy, come here, come here, I'll tell you something. That's a bit of a Dublin accent for you. <laughs> Can I tell you something, Frenchy? And he used to go, uh, I used to have a small book, like one uh, of my break time, I go through it and say, you know, mm -hmm. what is, come here, I tell you something, what is something here? And I was <laughs> flicking through the, you know, going through the book, I said, what is, uh, tell you something here? Because that's not English. And then I realized soon, uh, soon after that, this is a Dublin accent, yeah. you, have, you know? Uh, so I had to learn the Dublin accent too. That, that, that's, uh, that's funny. But uh, yeah, 
And by the way, we have Stephanie. You have to say something here. You're not gonna miss you. Yeah. We have a beautiful, beautiful lady here, Stephanie, with us. And um, yeah, she gotta say something. Okay, we're not gonna miss you. Go ahead, Stephanie. Say something. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, first time <laughs> you hear me. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm doing so much live videos. Not the last few weeks, um, unfortunately. But um, yeah, this um, day to meet uh, Riyadh was really special for me today because I asked him a lot of questions. Um, how can I get uh, better in things? And yeah, it, it, it really helped me a lot. And uh, the message I, he is sharing is, is really amazing. Cool, thank you. Thank you. So, Max, w w what's next, or should we, you know, uh, should well, we wrap it up? We, yeah, I think we wrap it up. If there's, if there's something, let's say, if that um, audio gets to every person in, on that planet, is there something you want them to know for their life? Yeah, uh, the only thing I want you guys to know is this is this is as follows. Okay, look, we are human being, right? So treat other people like a human being. Touch the heart, right? Because it's so, so, so beautiful once you touch a heart and you'll see wonderful things happening. Treat people like a human being. And let me tell you something. At the end of the day, we all go through pains. We all have dreams. We all have, you know, uh, things that we want to, you know, do in our life. And uh, and the days goes by and, and the years goes by and nothing will happen and we, we all go, ah, nothing will happen. Ah, you know, it's going to be the same as yesterday and this and that. And then we all go through this pain. My advice to you guys is there is two kind of people that I know. People who go through the pain and come out defeated, miserable, you know, depressed. And people, you guys, who grow through the pain and come out excited looking forward to the next opportunity and I want you to be these kind of people I believe in you and I want you to all you know you know your enemy wants you to 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 bury your dreams I want you to keep getting that dustpan that imaginary dustpan and keep dusting your dream and let it go up 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 and you know be strong be happy and you know I love you all guys and thank you very much for listening Stephanie what would you say Okay, Stephanie probably. Uh, okay, Stephanie is good for you, yeah. but I want to say thank you for the time Bria took and Stephanie as well to be on that episode today. And I would also like to share with you if if there's someone in your life you maybe haven't seen for years, um, something really important in life. And I think the most important thing in life is the connection we have between yeah between humans between other people and. If there is that person which comes into your mind now listening to those words, reach out to that person and um, yeah. Yeah, I tell you what, just one one thing. Yeah, speaking about this this particular point. Yeah, you know you you you, you might you know don't even regret the sale that you haven't made. You you missed her. You might you know don't even regret you know the target that you haven't you know reached and you worked hard and you haven't reached. But let me tell you something. Towards the end of your life, there is something that you will definitely regret. Is the valuable time that you spend with the people you love, the people whom you love. So I want everyone to go out there. You know. 
spend a valuable quality time with the people they love, right? And you know, uh, and be happy. And you know, uh, and you know, it's it's so important that you know to surround yourself with people who believe in what you believe and be happy. And uh, yeah, as I said, I love you guys. And uh, Max, thank you so much, man, for it's an, uh, for for inviting me to your uh, podcast. It's an absolute, always absolute, a pleasure. You know, speaking to you. We spent uh, two years together studying. It was a really, really, really uh, uh, great meeting. Uh, you know, such a gentleman like you. Looking forward to the future. Thank you. So thank you very much. And if you want to hear more from Riyadh, I will put his LinkedIn, um, yeah, contact details into the show notes, and a video, a video link to his uh, "Give Me Job" video, which was on LinkedIn. It's really inspiring, and I can all recommend you to listen to it. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. And until next time.